dark save for light being cast from the big tv screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning hey george would you uh think of mega man x3 this is a garbage game for garbage people and that's all you need to know about it bye everyone the curtain falls george come on would you think of mega man x3 it is a garbage game for garbage people Bye, everyone. The music plays. The credits roll. George, no, George, George, get, get George. Hey, hey, touch me. We're going we're gonna to do the episode. We're going to review the game. Doesn't matter. We have to do this. It's our job. Fine. Hey, George. Hey, Lions. How's it going? It's going good. I uh, just got into a fist fight with a guy over a video game I... No, I didn't make him play it. He made me play it, come to think of it. And 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 that will stick stick with that individual probably forever. But he sounds handsome. Like from your description of the events, that sounds like a handsome man. <laughs> He's as handsome as he is irresponsible. So very <laughs> handsome. I, I I will take that. Like I, I I am entirely okay with that because like it, I think the irresponsible irresponsibility is kind of similar to the, you know, uh, uh, the, the difference between genius and insanity is measured only by success. You know, it's like you're completely irresponsible. It's like, yes, but if I'm successful, then it just I keep doubling down on these bets and I keep keeps working for me. But uh, but yes, no, the fact that I'm I did this to us. Don't think that that went unnoticed that that's going <laughs> to stick with me. It keeps me up at night. <laughs> Good. Um, so we played Mega Man X three. Uh, yes, we did. The series actually went on longer than I realized. I knew there were five. There are eight. Yes, yeah. which also surprised me as well. Because when I, I suggested um, Mega Man X3, I was like, well, that's good because there's there's five. You know, So I was like, okay, well, if we, we don't want to do X1, X2, X3, X4, and, and just slog through all of them. So I was like, well, we'll just do every other one, you know, and kind of get an idea for, you know, we can draw a line between those two points. And, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, the tangent line for this is, is precipitously negative. Yeah, Th- this is why you sometimes have to do like a lot of measurements because you're like, <laughs> like, oh, if you've only ever played Mega Man X, you would say the Me- Mega Man X series must be phenomenal. And then if you played mm-hmm. this one, and I think seven is the worst reviewed one, right? So if you just played those two, you'd be like, oh, maybe it's like the Star Trek movies where like every other one is good, right? Like you would end up in just this weird place where you're like, now I don't know what to think. And unfortunately the trend line uh, based on like Nintendo power and, and like EGM reviews um, doesn't go in the direction you want that trend line to go as a video game producing company. No, no, it's, it, it is no, the last of us to the last of us too. It is definitely a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a mega man to mega man X three. Um, well, actually, you know, uh, you know what it is. It's hmm. it's the Godfather, right? Because like Godfather, yeah. really good. Like Godfather two, really really good, and Godfather three is the Godfather three. <laughs> yeah, it, it's literally used as as an example. Although it, this is apropos of nothing, but the description you said of like, well, you just got to make a lot of measurements. Immediately, what I thought is that is literally what calculus is for. You know, as they said, like 
Well, if we use us, if we just use a square, then we'll get an approximation of a circle. It won't be perfect. It'll be good. But what if we had more squares? More, more, infinitely many. And it just like, you know, you get more and more accurate. So, uh, so that's the thing is that we, I was like, yeah, three squares will get the job done. But narrator, but it did not get the job done. <laughs> but uh, so what's your, what's your nostalgia experience for this one? Well, so I, I have to report uh, this game came out in December of 95. Uh, and I, I think it's worth mentioning that this uh, series that went on way, way longer than it should have also transcended console generations. So mm-hmm. this is the last one on the Super Nintendo hardware. And then they several of them are on the PlayStation and then several of them are on the PS2. And then also like PC and spinoffs and re-releases on virtual consoles later. And like as parts of collections, the Mega Man series actually just spread like glitter there, there was a Mega Man game on DOS for Christ's sake. And like, that's not a joke. Like <laughs> there are literally Mega Man games you could play on the Sega Genesis and DOS. So they got mm. around, but generally yeah. speaking, you think of this, the, the X series as Super Nintendo, PlayStation, and then PS2. And this is the last one on the Super Nintendo. And I remember having access to this uh, at a friend's house. So I, I played the ever loving bejesus out of the first one, right? And mm-hmm. I'm oh, sure, yeah. yeah, I mean, like any common sense person would do. And I, I don't think I realized at the time, you know, when I was a lad, like, oh, I keep going back to this one because it's good. And I don't really keep <laughs> going back to the other one because it's bad. Right. But like, I, I knew that every time I had Mega Man games out in front of me, the one I reached for was Mega Man X. But occasionally I would play X3. So I, I, I have a this game is a product in our lineup kind of like nostalgia experience for it, where it's like a game I know I played and I don't remember hating it, but I also don't like, I don't have any fond memories of it either. I just know that I played this game because I played most of the games in the series. Mm -hmm. For me, this one is, is kind of a weird one. I played this game at target. So, Oh, like one of those big stand up. Like demo yeah. console things, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No, I, I remember it because this was this was, and that's kind of in part why I suggested it was because I was like, oh man, you know, I I always really wanted to truly play this game because it was one where I had Mega Man X, right? And this was like Mega Man X three. You got to play a zero, man. Like what? Enough said, right? You know. So I mean, I remember like I'd walk into Target with my dad. He would go do whatever he did i don't know like just set himself on fire i I don't even know what he did because i would just run directly back to the video game area and then because i knew that they had x3 and i would just immediately like get into the stage and select zero and just be like oh my god this is so awesome and of course the reason why i'm struggling is because i've only played it for a few minutes you know like that's that's the problem if i owned this game I would obviously be able to just, you know, it would be way, way, way more fun. But man, it just looks so cool. And uh, and yeah. And so that that that's my nostalgic experience for it, which is why, in part, I was like, you know, we should play Mega Man X3. I always kind of wanted to, I always, I always wanted to like sink my teeth in this. And now's a good time to do it because I can justify it as, you know, I'm going to really dig into it and get a deep, meaningful understanding of it. Um, hey, good job. <laughs> yeah. The uh, gotta own my mistakes, man. <laughs> this is uh, the first game in the X series uh, that lets you play a zero, and then uh, later 
he got his whole own series of games. Like he had a, there were spinoff games that are starring zero, but um, you are not wrong for being drawn to it for that reason. Because like from, from way back in Mega Man X in the, the intro stage, you are basically told zero is amazing and you want to be like him and you want him to like you and, and come over to your house and play Mega Man. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) yes. So, I can absolutely see why that would be like a draw that would give you blinders, right? Because now you're like, nothing else matters. I get to be zero in this game. And it's like a button press away. You don't earn him. He's just there from the word go. Yeah, he's just available to you. So, so yeah, so I mean like that. And again, I was whatever, eight, 15, I don't know, somewhere in that age group. But, you know, so that's why I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. This is a great idea. Uh, but it was not. But uh, you know, the, but, but you know what is a good idea: liking and subscribing to our podcast, and true, and 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 and, and joining the pit Twitter stream, and 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 viewing us on, or, or, or potentially donating or subscribing on Patreon, or uh, you know, like putting money in the tip jar, or honestly just leaving us reviews because that's like really the thing that we we do this for is just for people leaving awesome reviews. And did I? Did I did, get it all? Did George, George do good? You, you did do good. Um, I will call out two people specifically. Uh, one person um, just joined the Patreon recently with a generous enough uh, subscription level that I was like, I expect to see this person unsubscribe in like 90 minutes because <laughs> this is probably a bot. Because like that's a thing that happens. Mm. Like they... They what people will do is they will subscribe to a Patreon and then like their bot will scrape all of the Patreon posts that they now have access to to get like whatever that person's account gives away that's like locked behind uh, mm-hmm. being, being a patron. Um, we don't do anything like there's no reason to be a bot on our account. Like there mm-hmm. is there are posts that are hidden there, but a robot wouldn't care about them. There's not secret music albums or anything. So. Uh, this it's like it's a real person and so just tremendously appreciate the generosity like it, it really does help us like keep show running and everything um the other one is uh someone started following me on twitch and i'm not going to say exactly what their username is but it's such a jokey username that it was like this is a bot account right like there's no <laughs> way this is like a because re- it's so on the nose like what a a kid would make is like their jokey twitch handle mm-hmm. And then when I was streaming uh, um, Last of Us, actually, uh, on Sunday, because I was like, I, I want to play a good game. So I was streaming Last of Us 2. And uh, this person came into the chat and, like, started talking to me. And, like, we talked about Zelda and Half-Life and, like, had a nice little conversation. And I was like, nice. holy crap, that unbelievable username is, like, a real person. Awesome. Like, <laughs> rock on. Nice. Excellent. Yes. So, so all those things, I mean, realistically, the, the, the thing we really love the most is the, the humans and the human interaction and all that good stuff. So, you know, keep, keep humaning in in, in a positive way, but, uh, visuals, they're just as good. Right. And they are, you know, I don't video games of this era were made with a, a very different like process than they're made in the modern era. They didn't, really just wholesale reuse game engines right unity and that kind of like drop in game engine the source engine which is why like all the valve games look and feel kind of the same because they all use that same engine 
Um, that that didn't become a thing until like way later in the the 3D era. But they did reuse art assets and they did reuse uh, audio assets and they did reuse like some code. And if this game isn't literally built on the exact same game engine, it's got to be like there has to be like a lot of copy pasting that happened because everything looks and feels right. Like when it moves, like when Mega Man runs and when he jumps, like it's at the exact right speed. It's at the exact right jump arc. His, his arms like go up to the exact right height and he makes the exact right, like, aha, I'm jumping kind of face. Like it's everything looks like Mega Man X. Like it, it, it just looks like a Mega Man. Game. It does look like a Mega Man X. Game. <laughs> like you could, yeah, right? you could, if you switched the cartridges, like while your friend was in the bathroom, I think you could convince them like, Oh no, you just beat the first eight Mavericks. And now there's just eight more Mavericks. And like, they would totally believe that it's just more of the same game. Yeah. Especially if you got past the title screen, you know, that's the only thing that really denotes it as like Mega Man X. So yeah, if like he, you know, beat, beat the final boss and then you swap them out and got past the title screen, you'd be like, okay, you unlocked new game plus like, look at how, it's like the John Mulaney bit where it's like, now when somebody plays that song for when somebody plays what's new pussycat four times in a row, you, you don't think, man, somebody's playing what's new pussycat twice in a row. You think what's new pussycat is a lot longer than I remembered. And it's kind of <laughs> got this dip in the middle. You know, it's kind of the, it would be the same thing. We're like, man, Mega Man X is a lot longer than I remember. And the second half is really crappy. 16 but, uh, robot masters. That seems that seems odd, especially considering that in the second half of the game, uh, there's three water themed monsters, <laughs> masters, which would seem overkill. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you have it set up that way? That's weird. Having both a fish and a crawdad and a seahorse, huh? Odd. Kind of hacky. That's weird. <laughs> um, that's not the point. But no, this 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 game. I mean, as far as from top level visuals, right? Yeah, it's it it looks great. It looks just like what you would expect from a Mega Man game, which is because of everything else behind it, it's almost insidious. You know, like it I <laughs> I would almost believe this to be like another if I didn't know better, I'd say like another studio decided to make a quick buck off of Mega Man X and then just wholesale ripped it off and then like handed it to you you know it's like, like a, this is like a chinatown knockoff of like a gucci purse yes and so and i was going to save this this analogy for later but i'm just going to go ahead and drop it now so i can keep using it which is i've been watching a lot of full metal alchemist recently right <laughs> oh boy you, you know what this game is mm. the, Me- mega man x3 is to mega man x as ed and al's attempt to remake their mother is to their mother. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so this game is no, a homunculus person. It is. It's it's just kind of like, but, but 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 that's the thing, man, is I added all the right ingredients. What went wrong? And it's like you can't you can't mimic a game's soul, Ed. It's not equivalent. Well, and that th- this actually holds up even better than it did at first blush because the the horrifying inners of the homunculus is the mechanics that we will get to later. But on the surface, they look just like people, right? Which just like people. Yeah. I mean, to tie it all back to visuals is like the, cause I have a lot to say about the level design and I'm saving all of that for mechanics, but the way the levels look is great. Everything is, you know, the, the, 
there's three watery levels, but they all look different and unique. Mm -hmm. And you can always tell where uh, enemies are. You can always tell where X is. Um, Another smart engine thing they do is he's always dead ass center of the screen, like except for very rare circumstances. So everything looks wonderful. Uh, There's new powers. We'll talk about that. But like they all look. (laughs) Yeah, there's like five of them. They all look <laughs> cool, even though mechanically I have a lot of feelings, but like they look interesting. They they have um, some new animations for X, like the way he moves and interacts with the world is is been enhanced in some ways. So there's there's all of like the beautiful animations you remember from Mega Man X and then all of the new bosses like, you know, toxic seahorse and mm-hmm. uh the new environments and everything and they they all are beautiful artwork but when you get into the level design and when you get into like the way a lot of the things function and behave that's where they fall down but it's never because of the way anything looks you never look at no. something and you're like i don't know what that is is that going to hurt me i don't know like where do i go is that a ladder or is that just a board leaning against a wall like there's never anything like that everything looks exactly the way you would expect it to look and i suspect if you picked any random screenshot from this game unless you knew the x series really well it would be very hard to say what's a screenshot from x x2 or x3 because they all they all basically look like the same game and that's not a bad thing because these the graphics are beautiful yeah absolutely um and, and that's honestly if we're if we're saving all of like the mechanics kind of because i mean it's it's kind of hard to decouple visuals from mechanics so i'm fine with like leaving visuals a little bit shorter and sweeter and then like really digging into mechanics um so if we're gonna do it that way which is which is fine I'm, I'm i'm good with that um i just i have some throwaway notes which is um one of the things and this this bugged me just because after a few minutes of oh i'm i'm gonna need to get some outside help on this one um <laughs> gotta go to your infinite nintendo power which i have adopted that phrase now into my lexicon <laughs> yes yes exactly <laughs> the the it's it's like the nintendo power but it opens up and it's like the gate from full metal alchemist i've been watching a lot of full metal alchemist uh <laughs> great show um but anyway so so they said like here's the order to beat the bosses in which is what i wanted because i was like i don't want to just sit here trial and error and figure it out i want to know who yeah no i I looked that up so they were like okay well and and maybe i'm just i just didn't notice this so correct me if i'm wrong but like the they'd say like go with blizzard bison i beat him first blizzard buffalo whatever right so his name's not anywhere on the screen like you have to kind of guess at who he is Okay. Um, I also had that problem. And <laughs> as I was looking, cause I mean, they have fairly distinctive color palettes, right? Because the, the, the little profile shot is like zoomed in super tight on their face, but they have super tight, right? Yeah, so they have fairly yeah. distinctive color palettes. So if you have a like visual reference and you're like, Oh, that's what, you know, cold camel looks like then you know <laughs> like oh okay this this one has the right colors for cold camel so i'm gonna go I'm, I'm going to assume this one's cold camel and then minus the water bosses like when you go into a level it's pretty obvious like am i in the ice themed level right so like right. you do at least kind of get that pretty prompt feedback but i also spent a 10 real seconds looking at that screen just being like are there 
nope, names uh, not anywhere on the screen, which I did not go back and check if that's also true in X1 and X2. I suspect it might be, but I know X so well that I was like, I don't, oh crap, <laughs> maybe that's also true for all the X games. And, and it might be, I don't know, but like, like I said, like, especially with, but I feel like with the older X games that the visual of like the, the thing is not as weirdly tight to the the object, you know, because Blizzard Bison or Blizzard Buffalo or whatever, he he doesn't look anything like anything. He just looks kind of like white, you Cold know. Old camel. It is not his name. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> uh no, his his is one of the harder to recognize one because it was yeah. also oh, I need to start with him. That made me go, are their names not on the screen? And I, I don't think they are. And I'm I'm actually trying to look it up. Yeah. So so that was that. Uh, let's keep looking that up. Um, that was that was kind of like a huh. Oh, what 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 the hell? Um, there were uh, the the mysterious vial is not mysterious. I thought that was kind of dumb. <laughs> he has such um, a distinctive silhouette. Right. So, I mean, he is such a clear visual where, where like he popped onto the screen. And I was like, oh, it's vile. They brought vile back. All right. That's kind of a that's kind of a cool callback for people who are fans of the series. And uh, um, but it was like mysterious Maverick. I'm like, is it is it a mysterious Maverick? I, I mean, it's 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 kind of like I forget whether it was the Simpsons or Family Guy that did this. But where, you know, they go to I think it was Family Guy where they go to meet like an informant in a dark, you know, parking garage and it's kermit the frog you know he's like you know you have to look behind the thing and, and they're like is, is that kermit and, you know he's like oh no i've been compromised or whatever you know <laughs> ah! <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but all that being said it, it was like that where i was like it this is obviously vile why are you trying to pretend like it's not like just just show me vile you know, or don't show him at all but that was just a weird kind of visual effect so um x x2 and x3 do not immediately show the boss's name it looks like in x there is a way to see it but in x3 i do think it's worth noting that you can look and kind of immediately say like okay well the one that looks like a tiger it's probably not that one the one that looks sort of like a shrimp it's probably not that one but then volt catfish has a lot of the white and blue and because mm-hmm. it's up so close on his face, it is actually, I mean, I know that's not what it is, but you could look at that and be like, oh, ice guy, I see the white and the light blue. Those are the colors that this palette system is going to use for ice. And yeah, Blizzard Buffalo is not, you can identify he's the correct one through process of elimination. Like mm. if if you know what all of the other ones are, even if you don't know which ones they are, but you're like, I know what all eight of them are. I think you could narrow it down to him correctly, but the way the shot is, it's up close. It's at a low angle looking up and there's like mist coming out of his like respirator thing, like little fog. Cause he's supposed to be breathing, you know, warm air out. It's not the level select scene is not clear. If you're trying to get to a particular enemy that isn't the Hornet. Or the tiger, because they're pretty identifiable. <laughs> yes. Um, and just two two other uh, kind of throwaway notes, which is um, the uh, 
the intro video, like when you hit the the stage, like you're like, okay, I'm gonna fight Blizzard Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. Like in Mega Man X, you know, kind of like showed the the background, the Sigma thing, and the guy jumps down and he does his little thing and it does its little music thing and you're good, right? This one, it just it takes forever for that animation to play out. So because I, and I literally because again I wasn't sure if I had gotten the right guy, you know. So I click Blizzard Buffalo. I'm like, okay, okay. Okay. Oh no, it's still okay. I still don't know whether this is Blizzard Buffalo or not. Okay, <laughs> that's good. It's okay. All right. And then you know, like it just cuts to black, and then it just says five minutes later, and I'm sitting there eating a sandwich and playing video games on my phone, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, it's it's it, God, I'm alive, and apparently playing Mega Man X3. You know, so that was just kind of it, again, it's just like why, what, what was broken about the way you were doing it before? Why did you? And, and it's not like they, they're doing more spectacular animations or anything like that. It's just it just takes longer. It was weird. It's such yeah. a weird choice. Yeah, it's just more flashing, more dark silhouettes, more. It's just more. It's just more yeah. and longer. Yeah, and so I'm like, what? What was? Why? Why? Why are you doing this? It, it, it defeats the the purpose. And again, like to to use an analogy that that I touched on before, which is that, um, you know, it's 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 just like if somebody baked a really really good cake, and then, you know, said like, oh, I want to bake another cake, but I can't make the exact same cake, so I'm just going to replace the flour with sugar because people like sugar, you know, and I'm going to replace the uh, milk with sugar because people like sugar, right? And then I'm just gonna, you know, kind of sculpt it all together so it looks exactly like a cake. So then when you you eat it, you're like, this looks like a cake, but it's all granular and awful. Like, what's going on? Like, this is an example of that where you're like, you you, you change this, but you didn't realize that like it wasn't that you needed more flashy, more lights, more more sugar. You know, like you didn't need more sugar. This was clean and sweet, and it was good the way it was. And then you just added a whole bunch more that just made this portion of the game, which is not what people are here for. They're here to play the game, not watch this intro. It just makes it take way longer. And that's not what you're here for, you know? And I, I think a lot of the later games um, dabbled pretty aggressively in anime cutscenes, right? Like, oh, in between stages or when you get a power at the end of, uh, you know, after you defeat a Maverick or whatever. So this almost feels like the tiniest little hint that that's the direction they were going. Like, what if we made the boss intro screen at the beginning of the level, like 50% longer? It's like, Oh, um, why? I don't know. Just do it. More boss intro screen. It's like, so like a cooler one or like it gives you more information or something. No, just longer. Just the same thing. Just, drag it out over six additional Way seconds drag it out yeah <laughs> yeah and uh the one the one final visuals note that i had was uh that that kind of hints a little bit at level design mechanics which is there's the same enemies in a lot of stages and that is is dumb i didn't like it because again like these these stages are supposed to be unique and Mega Man has typically had some enemies that are ubiquitous across all stages like the little hard hat dudes they were kind of everywhere you know they have, they have like a cute little name what is their little name but yeah they're bitbots <laughs> what, what you call it? I don't know I just made, I just made it up bitbots bitbots <laughs> um but yeah I mean there there are reused enemies but then there's also supposed to be unique enemies like this is a thing you expect when the boss and their entire level has one coherent theme you expect there to also be a theme for at least some of the enemies. They're Mets. Met. Huh? That, yeah. 
It feels like it stands for something. Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, anyway, <laughs> it sounds like it's made up. All words are made up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, it, I'm with you in the weird lack of variety for enemy sprites and, and you extra notice it mechanically because some of the enemies that are recurring are really annoying. So like every time you yeah. see them and you get that little visual reminder, you're like, great. Can't wait yeah, to deal I, with this again. <laughs> And we did that with this dumb nonsense. And, and again, you know, like it, it, it just breaks the theming. Cause originally I literally had a note that said, all of the stages are really visually distinct. And then I had to cross that out and be like, and I replaced it with this note, which was <laughs> a lot of the same enemies all over the place because, because all of the, the areas are very visually distinct, you know, as far as the stage itself looks very, very different. But, but yeah, they keep reusing a lot of like the same sprites. And I'm like, this is, this is against the theme. And the, the, it seems like the ones that they're using are the most obnoxious ones, you know? And I think that they did that on purpose. Like, I think that they very much so wanted to make a game for like hardcore players and, and, and completely lost sight of what, like, what makes a good game. So they said, oh, these, these enemies are really tough. So we want to spike up the, di- whenever we want to spike up the difficulty curve, we'll just put this enemy in there. And it's like, this enemy isn't tough. It's punishing. It's, and it's cheap. Yeah. It's cheap. It, it just literally, it is a huge pain to deal with. It is not a joy to fight or to best this enemy. It is, it's literally a pain. To, and there's nothing intuitive about fighting it, but all that's, all that's mechanics. But yeah, they, they they're thrown in everywhere. But yeah, that's what I had for visuals. Yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I, a lot of my visual notes I realized were like, oh, this is all actually how I feel about the level design. And so I kind of lifted that wholesale and moved it into mechanics. But um, when it comes to the audio, uh, the music is, um, it, it's probably good if they had finished any of the songs and they didn't. And I, I realized this because there were a couple times where like I suffered a really cheap death, right? Or I was looking up like, oh, what's the weapon I'm supposed to use on the boss that's coming up or something like that, where I just put the controller down and but then was still right there where the music was playing. And this game also uh I think all the Mega Man games do like uh ducked music when you're in the pause screen, which I appreciate. Like mm-hmm. it's still playing, but it's like ducked under. Yeah. Um but I, I realized like all of the level uh music sounds like oh okay it's like it's getting started like okay like this is going to be an interesting piece of music and then right when you feel like you know to borrow a phrase from dubstep the drop is coming and the song is going to start it repeats and you're like oh Mm -hmm. that was oh crap that that was it that was the melody like that little like build up here we go like songs about to get started and oh wait nope that was actually the whole song and now it's mm. just on a loop forever. And again, I won't go too deep into level design, but because the levels are like really big and sprawling. And if you're looking for like the heart tanks or the, the sub tanks or, you know, any of the capsule upgrades or whatever, like you can spend some time just wandering around a level, which means you're going to hear that music loop a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, yeah, no, I actually, uh, I agree with you then in the sense that like the, the movie, the, the music is very repetitive. There were definitely some of the songs I actually did enjoy, you know, if I, which, and, and to be honest, there was one in particular, and I, I think it was for Volt Catfish's stage that I really liked, but 
I, I had to divorce myself from that feeling because the reason why I liked it was because it really reminded me of UN Squadron, which is a game that I really like, you know? So it reminded me of another game. So I was like, oh man, this is like awesome music, like in UN Squadron, which is an episode that we did. And y'all should check it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 again, the music was, was, you know, it was fine. Like, you know, I, I, there were definitely some scores where I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty decent. And other ones where I was like, oh, I, I don't really care about that. Here's the one audio note that I've got, which is um, that you've got the Mega Man charge, right? You know, so Mega Man's always char- always be charging, right? ABC, always be charging. Right? We did it. <laughs> we finally did it. <laughs> Podcast over. You know, we just retire at that point. Um, it's like uh, uh, John Oliver and his Koala Chlamydia Award, you know, like <laughs> it's what he yes. set out to do. This is yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, the ABC is our Koala Chlamydia Award. Um, but no, so so I actually thought that they did a good job, even in X, because I don't think that they changed that audio at all. Um, making it so that way, that sound is not annoying, because you're going to be hearing it a lot, right? The sound that is annoying is, and this this is like starting this just barely great mechanics, man, but like, is that if you have the Super X Buster, or whatever they could decide to call it, right? And and you charge past the point where, you know, like you would normally charge. So you fire that first shot, but now you have the second shot like locked and ready to go. That noise is intolerable. It's Isn't a it like really a... No. So it's 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 like that's the noise that makes me fire, right? But then to let you know that you still have that additional shot. So when you're you're not charging, you're still glowing like red or whatever, is this like it literally sounds like imagine in in a movie when like a bomb goes off near the person and they have to like auditorially (laughs) represent the tinnitus it's that it's that sound like that squeal where like you kind of hear the person saying like john come on we gotta hurry you know like that 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 really far away speed you know like that they do really well in the last of us um (laughs) that man it's that but like so i was hearing it all the time and why would you do why would you do that you know just just pick a, a lower pitch or anything that's not a high pitched squeal so, so not trying to defend that but do you think that noise was chosen with the expectation that you are not walking around with the hammer pulled back and the trigger half deployed right like that like they're expecting you to hear the charge up sound then fire high pitch buzz for half a second and then you fire the second shot and you get the big wave you know and they like mm-hmm. all go together um that P- that's the possibly. only excuse i could think for it is that they're not expecting it to be prolonged and that and that is possible but then they really should have been clearer mechanically on that that's not the ideal way to play because and this is definitely straying into mechanics so I'll, I'll try to cut it off as best i can but that the way that gunshot works sucks. Like it's, it's terrible. It, it's hot it's, garbage. It's it's a punishment to get the upgraded. It it yeah. is like literally for many reasons that we can go into there. So, but like it's not. I am not mechanically incentivized to fire and then fire because that doesn't work within the game universe well. It doesn't work well at all. So I typically fired and then did hold the hammer back because I didn't want those two effects to interact with each other. And so I would often run, walk around with like the hammer half pulled back because then I wasn't charging, which means that I just had that one shot, which 
That's all I ever wanted, man. I just wanted the one shot, you know? And they did this so well in Mega Man X. Why did they? Anyways, that's fine. That's all mechanics. But so, so to, to, to counter it, if they didn't want that, then they should have mechanically built it out better. And I just cannot believe, and this definitely straight in the mechanics. I cannot believe that that crap wouldn't have come out in playtesting. And all of this crap is stuff where I'm like, they, they had to have just skimped on playtesting, man, because there's just no way that they didn't see people or, or that their playtesters were veterans, you know, that they didn't just get people off the streets to be like, come playtest this for us and, and, and find all of the garbage that they had just strewn around, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, possibly, but, but yeah, no. And, and I, I think um, that's as good of a, a segue into mechanics as any, is that uh, I, I actually solved that problem in the opposite way, which is the reason I didn't walk around listening to the buzzing is because I considered the double shot such a penalty because it is so much worse than just the regular charge shot that I would just always double fire and then normal fire after it. So like mm. I was, I I would try to charge up and then do, cause there's, you know, lemons, then the green one, then the fully charged up one or the, you know, normal fully charged up one, the double charge, I guess. And then you, when you get the hyper buster, I don't know what it's called. And then, yeah. and when you get the next one, uh, you get the little swirlies, right? The little green and orange swirlies. And if you mm-hmm. double tap, then you get the, and it does like a giant wave, which seems like it would be awesome. Cause it's like the full height of the screen and it sucks infinite ass it's terrible <laughs> it is worse to the point where i would just try to like wait until i saw an enemy and then quickly just charge up to the green shot because not only is it slow as ass and like literally slows the frame rate down like it actually grinds the engine which is frustrating yeah. as hell right another thing you think would have come out in playtesting but uh it's not uh what would you say? It's not equivalently stronger to the amount of time it takes you to charge it. Just wailing on most enemies with the green, you know, the first charge shot and then, you know, lemon, 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 and they die as opposed to the fully charged shot, which only instantly kills most regular enemies if the full blast hits them, which it almost right. never, ever does. Right. So right. you have something that. Uh, not not to mention real fast, not to break up your thing, but not to mention the fact that a lot of enemies um, have invincibility spots on them, mm-hmm. you know? And if any part of that hits the invincibility spot, it just nulls the whole dumb thing. So, like, if if any part of that hitbox hits the invincibility spot, the chances of you, because the effect is so large, the chance of it being canceled out is way higher. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I, 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 There are just not enough bad things to say about that shot. I wish you could turn it off. Like, I wish you could yep. say... No, I want I, I want to be able to charge up my weapons like the the boss weapons, but I don't want this extra level of of X Buster charge because it's it's worse. It it is it is a punishment to get it, and you have to get it be, if you want all of the upgrades because some of the upgrades are hidden behind uh, level design mechanics that require you to use the upgraded version of one of the boss weapons. Mm-hmm. And and this is <sighs> okay. So <laughs> part of what makes Mega Man games, all of them, right? Classic Mega Man, Mega Man X, right? Part of what makes Mega Man games fun is getting 
the boss weapons and then doing cool things with them. And then when they yes. introduce the ability to charge up the boss weapons and then they oh have like God. a secondary so ability, it's amazing, right? It was yeah. amazing. The, yeah, I mean, f- finding that out was like Christmas because I mean, like you you get the 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 buster that allows you to charge the boss weapons, and then like what what happens? I think for everyone, the way that or most people the way they experience it is that they're like, okay, I've got this boss weapon up, and you just happen to start charging, and you're like, oh my god, I can charge it, and it has a completely different effect. I just got twice as many weapons. How do what does this one's charge up look like? Oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, this was not that. Yeah, no, it's not that. And and it's not that in exactly the way you just described, which is you think you're about to open a present and instead what you find are that like it's tube socks, right? Like it's yeah. and and some of them okay. <laughs> There's just I, so much bad. I, it's, it's it is hard to keep home than focus. I wasn't right. I wasn't meaning to set myself up for this, but I got to I got to get all this out of me now. Yeah. So, um in uh, one of the stages, there's these big boulders that are held in like little clampy arms. And on the other yep. side of some of those boulders are things you want, like heart tanks. And so to get to those things, you need to destroy the boulder. One of the weapons you get in this is a drill. And so I thought maybe it was the drill. It's not the drill. And then when I got the ability to charge up the drill, I was like, ah, here we go. It's the charged up drill. It's not the charged up drill. It's the like volt catfish power charged up Mm. because when you use that power, normally it creates three little thingies around you with like lightning between them, the charged up one. And I swear to God, this is true. You, uh, grab lightning in your fist and you punch the ground and it sends little lightning balls out away from you. And that makes the rock fall. And that's how you get through. That is the dumbest bunch of crap. <laughs> and, and almost all of the upgraded powers are like that. They are worse in some way. For example, when you do that ground pound thing, you are animation locked in that position until the animation is done. Uh, the, the gravity beetle um, sends mm-hmm. out like a little thing that creates like a gravity well around it. And if you use the charged up one, it creates like reverse gravity and it like smashes all the enemies into the top of the screen and it kills them sometimes. And if you use the charged up gravity well on the Hornet boss who is weak against it, it's worse because he recovers from stun lock faster than the animation takes. So (laughs) he stops taking damage and then comes over and hurts you while you just sit there like, ah, doing your stupid little animation and it's like so it's actually better to just use it's way faster too not only does it do a better job but it's way way faster like and basically every powered up weapon just has this problem where you're like yay powered up weapon it's a present and then you open it and inside it's a rock right like you're you're and not like a pet rock like i found this rock on the way here and just put it in this box it's it's the rock Michael gives to Toby as his going away present. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except <laughs> they suck on this. They legitimately think it's a gift. Like, <laughs> are you excited? No, it's a rock. Like, it's just, no. it's so disappointing. I mean, there's no other word mm-hmm. for it. It is disappointing that not only do they use the powered up weapons in insanely dumb ways that make no sense thematically. There's no reason you would jump from one conclusion to the other, but then 
they're just not fun. They're not better. They're almost all worse, or at best, they're as good as the normal one, except they drain more of your battery, which makes them worse. Like they're, it's it's awful. It how how did they ship eight worse weapons on top of the eight better weapons, which are not that right. good to begin with, by the way. Yes. So I think you're kind of hitting in an area, um, and I've got my own little rant section se- section. <laughs> so I'll need you to be patient with me on that. But what you what you are hitting on is is what I think is one of the core differences between these two games, which is what you say is that all of the charged weapons are wildly unintuitive. This whole game is wildly unintuitive, right? So I think that if we use the taxonomy of plan, practice, improvise, right? Which is basically, so for, for, for those who have not heard me rant about this before, right? So there's, you can look at a game through like three lenses, right? So of how much it uses each of these three things, right? So improvisational gameplay is, you know, how much can you just blow, like, like, through what you are seeing, how much can you just blow through it on first shot, right? So examples of this are like roguelikes, you know, or, um, and, and you know, there's some games that are not it, uh, improvisational games, but have that portion to it. So for example, um, Grand Theft Auto, where you, you know, accidentally hurt somebody or, or, or in Skyrim, when you accidentally steal a wheel of cheese and then all of a sudden you're going on a murder rampage to like try to quell this problem. That's improvisational gameplay, right? So then you have uh, plan gameplay or uh, practice gameplay where basically the idea is that everything's laid out the same way every time and the joy comes from mastering the, the level, right? And then practice gameplay is where you can kind of come up with a loose plan or uh, planning gameplay. We can come up with a loose plan or strategy, but then you are forced to improvise as things go on. So like CCGs and things like that, where you say like, this is what my deck is supposed to do. But if I reach different challenges or different obstacles, I may have to change up my plan in, in situ, right? So all that being said, Mega Man X had a mixture of improvisational and practice gameplay, right? But it, from my see, is it leaned pretty heavily on improvisational. And that to me is is because of the level design and the enemy design was so solid that you could look at an enemy and intuit what it was going to do or the level design was as such that by the time you actually needed to interact with the bad guy, you had seen what it was going to do, right? So you could just improvise and kind of figure out like, okay, well, I figure I, I know the way I move and the way I interact so I can duck and weave and all this sort of stuff and, and, and I can get through it, right? This game issues almost all of the improvisational gameplay for practice gameplay. I don't like practice gameplay because I don't have the time for it. You know, like I don't, I don't want to sit there and play the same level 15 times to master the skills that I need. I want to play it like once or twice. That's why I really love roguelikes because they're a little bit different every time. But literally nothing's intuitive, right? You've got to just, how, how do you, how, how did you know that, that you, in order to get behind the boulders, you had to use Volt Cash, which is stuff you had to just practice and practice and practice and practice until all of a sudden you figured it out, right? It's not like, Oh, hey, there's a drill. I can probably use this drill on this drillable object. You know, like it wasn't intuitive. So the fact that this game departed so much from the improvisational gameplay in, in favor of the practice gameplay is, uh, is a huge issue. And I think that that's one of the core things that it just does not jive with this is that they basically changed what the game was about and then pretended like they didn't. You know, so here's two of the best examples I could think of of what you're describing, right? Two concrete mm-hmm. examples to show exactly what you're saying. Uh, one, uh, we we're actually talking about this in the pre show. Um, and no, I'm going to save that one for a second because that will be my segue into level design complaints. Uh, 
in in the last uh i think the second to last uh you know level of dr doppler's um you know compound so after you've beaten all the mavericks and you're the final dungeon um there's the ride armors right so there's the one with like the drill hands and the one that like shoots missiles and uh, one of them is the frog one that like sucks on land, but don't worry when you take it in water, it sucks slightly less. And so so when you, uh, there's like the big pad thing and you go stand on it and any of the ride armors that you've unlocked, you can select from. And so in Dr. Doppler's, uh, like second level, there's one of those things. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so I got, I think it's the kangaroo one that has like the big drill hands. I was like, yeah, is awesome. Like I, I barely gotten to use this one because it's the last one I unlocked. I'm gonna go friggin' crush some skulls with my giant spike hands, and then I. So you 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 unlock the thing from its little pad, and then you go like rushing down this hill, and then you drop down this big shaft, and you immediately fall into water, and only the frog one can go into water, and so it explodes, and it just ejects you back out of it, and now you're just Mega Man X again. And I was like. The only way I could have known that there was water down there is if I'd already played this game before. Yep. And yes, you can wall climb. Yeah, I could have gone back up there and walked all the way and been like, I'm sorry, can I take one frog ride armor, please? (laughs) But that's not fun. That's not fun. And for the frog armor is not even that fun to use, but like being told, hey, man, you have four ride armors. Pick the one you want to use to go and shove Dr. Doppler's head up his own dumb ass. I'm like, yeah, I want the one with spike hands. And then they gave me the one with spike hands, knowing full goddamn well that in two seconds it was going. And there's not a single enemy between there and where you fall in the water. So you I didn't literally, have any fun with it. Yeah, I mean, I just literally drove the car off the lot and right into a lamppost. <laughs> and then and then the the dealer was just looking at me like do you want to come get another car and i was like no i'm just gonna walk yeah like, <laughs> like this is not fun <laughs> yeah no exactly like things like that where you're like I, what was i what was i supposed to do like how was i supposed to know that um oh but you, you got you yeah here level design madness is coming but i think yeah. before i just vomit words all over you for a minute <laughs> Well, no, I, I think that, so I've got a, a big specific issue that I had with the level design. So, so you, you do yours and then I'll, I'll, <laughs> you vomit, word vomit at me and then I'll word vomit at you on my level design problem. So, uh, the, my, my, um, other, like, you just have to know thing that bleeds mm-hmm. me finally into level design is, uh, also in one of Dr. Doppler's stages, uh, there's places where spikes come down from the ceiling and, uh, you have to know that they're going to come down or just be very slowly walking through the stage. And then like you dash across pits and wall jump instead of jumping from platform to platform, which, you know, the first time you get clipped by it, you're like, Oh, okay. That's like a thing that happens. Well, there's, you know, several pits that have the, the spikes that come down. And one of them, the spikes come down in multiple sections. And one of them, the set of spikes does not start to come down until you have already jumped into the air because you have to cross a certain horizontal threshold. And the thing that I swear to God, this is true. The once you die to those spikes and then you go through that area again, the second set of spikes doesn't come down the second time or the third time or the fourth time or however many lives you have. If you exit out of the stage and come back, then it drops again on the first time. And when I realized that that was happening, I was just like, 
oh, so the developers literally just wanted to take one of my lives away. Like I just, I had, I had too many lives and they decided to just take one away. And if I'd been on my last life, they would have been like tough. Come back when you get good. Like, and it's just, it's such a cheap, you don't feel like you learned anything because you've already seen this obstacle earlier in the stage. It's not like that was their way of being like, Oh, by the way, this is a thing that can happen now. And they never do it again. So it's just, it's a cheap death just for the sake of being a cheap death. So, uh, that is the, uh, that is like the, the abstract into what could be an entire dissertation on the problems with level design. But here's a few of my issues. Um, the levels are almost completely empty except for when they're super not like the enemy placement seems it's too bad to be random. Like someone mm-hmm. thought this was good enemy placement and it's uh, not like there are huge stretches that have no enemies. And then you'll go through a tiny little area that has like 15 enemies in it. And because you get invincibility frames, when you take damage, most of those encounters, the correct way to solve that problem is to get hit and then just blast through that, that section of the stage because there's yep. 10 enemies. So why would you deal with any of that? And that's yes to me, that's not good level design when it's like, Oh, the best way to deal with this is to, not. not deal with this yeah no and, and that was actually something that I, I recognize as well which is that the the number one way to deal with the enemies is to to not interact with them between the powered up buster being so clunky that it's basically unusable and the fact that you can dash in midair and like you said like when you get hit you become invincible um yeah th- why would you why would you interact with all of these toys that they've strewn around like these fun obstacle fun quote-unquote <laughs> theoretically obstacles that they've created for you why would you interact with any of it you're just plowing through it to get through the stage which means that basically you're plowing through it to get through the game dude you know some, somebody asked me on stream why aren't you killing more of the enemies and i was like ha <laughs> because that's not why the, would i yeah that's not the right tool for the job unfortunately right and it should be yeah and i mean i guess like you can use the special weapons and you but i, I never felt compelled to do that and that's that's not a good feeling that it's like, Oh, but yeah, maybe these enemies are really hard to fight if you're just using the X buster, but you have all these other tools and it's like, yeah, but I also just have take two pips of damage and then be done with this problem forever. Like I like, why, why would I sit here and, and deal with it? Cause it's not fun. It's not that there aren't other ways I can solve this problem. It's that none of them are fun. So I'm going to do the one that is just the fastest. Right. And then, then at least I'm done. Yeah, and then also, too, that bleeds into the idea of that the players will optimize the fun out of a game, right? So if you say, like, you know, this is the optimal way to get through the, the level, which is just take a little bit of damage and just blast through it as fast as you can, then players will do that unless you give them a good reason not to, unless you make really intuitive weapons so we are like, ah, this is how this weapon works, and, you know, clearly this is this would be awesome to use, and this will clear out most of the level, you know, but, yeah, but they like not the, do that. Like the sub-weapons in Castlevania games. It's like, yeah. oh, this one flies on an arc. Oh, this one f- shoots straight up. Oh, this one's an area of effect. Like they have their tools that have obvious jobs, right? Like if you don't know what a screwdriver is for, but you see the little plus on the front of it, and then you see a screw with the little indentation of the exact same shape, you could reasonably say like, oh, this tool is for this job, right? This this widget connects with that widget, right? If uh, you give a kid Legos, they will eventually mash them together in a way that will make them stick. And then they go, Oh, I can click Legos together. And then I can click more Legos together. Right. And then like, and then Legos happen, but like that never happened in this game for me. 
And I mean, to be fair, like in a lot of the X games, you can choose to ignore using special weapons to solve other problems, but because the weapons are cool, you usually won't because it's more fun. You will do the thing that may be less optimal because it is more fun. Whereas here, the most optimal and least optimal things are equally unfun. So you just do the most optimal one, which is just take the hit and then go on. Here's a level design thing that literally made me consider just what, what were the developers possibly thinking <laughs> in, um, I think volt cash volt catfishes stage, uh, one of the 87 water stages. Um, there's a power up. I can't remember which one it might be a hard tank, but it doesn't matter. There's an, an upgrade that I wanted to get that's over here to the left. So you have to go down through the water and then climb up on the wall. And instead of going right to continue the stage, you have to, and I, again, I swear to God, I'm deadly serious. Jump across the surface of the water. Did you know Mega Man X can jump off of water? Yeah. Nope. You just got to time it right. Like nowhere, nowhere in the game. Do they ever communicate to you that that is something X can do? And when I've written, cause I had to look this up. I had no friggin' idea how to get over there. <laughs> and so when I looked it up, they were like, Oh, you just have to jump across the water. And I was like, ha ha. Cause it's way too far to do in like a single jump right. or in a single jump and dash or in a single jump and double dash, which you get a double dash in this game, which is actually kind of cool. Um, one of the few upgrades that doesn't make you want to kill yourself. And <laughs> I literally went and looked up a YouTube video and I was like, Oh, Oh, <sighs> Oh, like yeah. you just, uh-huh. you just got to time it right. Like just as soon as he touches the water, you just hit jump again and you jump off the surface of the water and you can do that infinite times. And so that's how you cross this giant strip of water to get to where this, you don't even know that there's a thing over there. So you don't know that there's a thing over there you should care about. And you don't know that jumping on the water is a thing you could do. So this feels like one of those things that, you know, when I was 12 or whatever, I would have turned to like Brian or Alex and just been like, where's the i think it was one of the ride armors like where's the last ride armor and it's like oh it's over there you gotta you gotta jump across the water ha 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 and then they would like take their controller away and do it and i would be like what the f-? like what what yeah <laughs> yeah no exactly like and stuff like that is pervasive throughout the game so um my my level design thing that literally i i rage quit the game after this and texted you that this game's ruining my life and i don't want to play it anymore <laughs> and then i took a <laughs> i literally took a week off of the game um, and then, and then it's like, no, professional, <laughs> do this. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about how you get the dash boots. So um, you get them in Blizzard Bison stage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold, yeah. cold, cold camel stage, cold cam, cold camel stage, right? <laughs> so you get you get it in cold camel stage, right? Um, and uh, and so you get it by doing pixel perfect jumping from one edge all the way over to this other edge, like barely grabbing onto the side and then jumping immediately, right? Yeah, they really make you earn the ability to do things exactly like the thing you have to do to get the upgrade. Correct, right? Which I can kind of see, like, like, look at how hard this is. Now it's going to be easy. That, that in and of itself, I don't have a problem with. And that type of pixel-perfect precision, there, there were space, at least a place in Mega Man X that had the same thing, but there was a critical difference, which is that if you try to go jump and do that and you you didn't do it right you could just you just like go to the left go to the right and then do it again you know you could try it really really quickly and iterate 
basically infinitely until you were either done with it and didn't want to do it anymore or you succeeded, right? And so in this one, right, when you go and you miss, right, it then drops you directly like straight down into an area that has a slope. So that way you have to perfectly jump and dash to get beyond that slope. But there is a bad guy who comes and slams into you and then knocks you back down to the slope. And if you're not so that but then he'll just sit there, right? Unless he knocks you far enough, which he almost always does. So that way he goes off the screen. Now, if he goes off the screen, then he respawns just ready to screw you again, right? So that means you have to walk back onto the screen, onto the very, very edge of that slope, and then tag him until he dies. But you're not done, right? So now you jump onto there, you kill another bad guy, you kill another bad guy, then you 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 drop down, right? And there's a bad guy in front of this wind turbine that you need in order to get back up to so that way you can try again, right? If you kill that guy using anything but lemons, it will blast through him and then hit the wind turbine and that wind turbine can only be hit three times if you destroy the wind turbine you cannot try at all again you have to die right so so that means you now have three three shots at this right but now you jump back up and then you go over there and then you go through about three other bad guys then you can try again on this pixel like pick like off by one pixel you will miss it so literally the cycle time is like 30 seconds a minute and it's a nightmare it's a nightmare to reset yourself to do it you know and on top of all of that i consider the dash boots to be pretty critical to the game like it the game is many 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 times harder if you can't dash in midair right you know because just like Mega Man x is designed around oh hey look now you can dash Mega Man x3 those boots they were dead in the middle of one of the stages. You could not miss it. Yeah. And it's dead in the middle of the stage you are supposed to start with. Right. So yes. like it also it's in uh, chill penguin stage. So something about ice and dash boots. But in this game, you start out being able to dash and the dash boots allow you to dash in the air or to dash vertically where you can like, ah, and like dash straight up. Yeah. Um, so it's really, uh, it's, inconsiderate to make it like that <laughs> needlessly challenging just to get it. And something you didn't say that I think is, is worth mentioning is the slope that you're trying to go up is not just an Anakin. I have the high ground slope where it's hard because the enemy is up above you. You cannot stand on the icy slopes in this level. They rocket you downward. It's not like, Oh, Oh, it slows you down. It's like, you have to, you can't even touch them. You have to jump over the slopes unless it's going in the direction you want to go. So like, and literally right when you start that jump, the bad guy comes in and knocks you back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's bad. It's it's. And that like, again, one really concrete example of a level design and enemy placement problem that is pervasive throughout the entire game. And I, I, I like this to me is a level design thing, but it's kind of an engine design thing. Uh, the enemies respawn like freaking Ninja Gaiden. Like, yeah. And and what made me really like, you know, throw the controller in frustration was uh, some of the enemies are fairly large sprites, right? Like they're, they're pretty big. And I noticed one of them will actually respawn uh, kind of while he's already on the screen. Like, because mm. he's so big that you mm. can have just a tiny bit of him on the screen and kill him. And then if you take a step forward, you enter into his respawn spot 
which means he appears out of nowhere because it's not like, oh, he respawned off screen. He respawns on screen, which is like some <laughs> straight up Ninja Gaiden crap. And granted, it only happens like once or twice. And it's just a weird quirk of the way the levels are designed. But I mean, to you know, circle back to this thing we both keep saying is like, how did that not come out in playtesting? How did someone right. not notice like, oh, if you take a step to the left and then a step back to the right, these nine enemies you just painstakingly killed are all there again. And uh, yep. that's not any fun. Please have wider margins before the enemies all respawn. And for a while I was like, oh, well, maybe it's like so you can farm health or so you can farm um, you know, like weapon charge. I actually don't know what those things are called. Um, but it's not because one, they actually drop that stuff way less than you think if you're trying to way farm. rarely. And yeah, two, the, there are no throwaway enemies. Every enemy is a gigantic freaking chore to deal with, which means you're not going to be farming, right? If farming was a gigantic chore, we would call it hunter gathering. Like we, <laughs> we have a different word for it because we took something that was hard gathering and made it easier farming right so yes. like it's just it's so bad yeah it would be it's hunting so, not farming right well, and so so the, the one of the things that i kind of go on at infinitum many times on the, on this show is user defined difficulty which i just love you know um legend of zelda did it mega man x did it you know like the the this is it's so basically the idea behind it is that i don't say at the beginning i want a hard experience or i want an easy experience i can just define that by you know if i want a hard experience on Mega Man x i'll just get dash boots and nothing else you know and i will just keep plowing through the game until all of a sudden i can't plow through the game anymore i'm like okay let me see if there's like some advancements or some additional heart containers or what else can i do to like make this game easier you know so literally the game kind of modulates its difficulty to me this game so that's that's what the power-ups do. That's what they do in Legend of Zelda. That's what they do in Mega Man X, right? The, and again, the developers just completely lost sight of that because, again, in Blizzard Buffalo's stage, right, it, as you very aptly said, is you already need the skill that you get, right? So that's not user-defined difficulty, right? Like, I already need to personally, the player needs to be stronger than the avatar will be, right, to 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 get past this thing. And that's that's ubiquitous, where it's 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 just, it's not... Like, literally, I can't just go find this stuff. I have to be so skilled and so knowledgeable about this game in order to, to play it. The cost of entry is bananas high. It should not be this hard or this arcane to get these power-ups. They, there should be a handful of them that are just really easy to get. And if you don't want them, then just don't get them, you know? But I remember in Mega Man X thinking just, how clever I was when there was like an area that said like, ooh, little flammable containers. And I was like, oh, but now I've got like a flame weapon so I can, I can light that stuff on fire. And, oh man, there's, there, there's a heart container. That's cool. Or, hey, you know, this, this cliff goes kind of all the way up. I bet you I could climb that, you know, and you climb all the way up there and there's like a mini boss, but then you get, you know, like the, the, the armor power up. Like, that was awesome. But in this one, I'm like, oh, I need to get to that platform and I just literally can't do it between my own skill not being good enough and the them deliberately making it so bananas hard to get it. It's like, if you want to complete this game, it's, it's, it's a chore. It is literally just a time consuming chore. When, and I think the, the different, like I, I almost am reticent to use like hard because an obstacle course is hard walking through your living room in the dark when you have small children that have left their toys all over is just terrible. 
right? And like right. that's what a lot of the level design feels like to me because I've played games that were really hard, like for my my Castlevania. Yeah. yeah, the original Castlevania. Um, I finally, after ages, was able to to beat the true boss of Hollow Knight, right? And that game, it's hard. It's hard, dude. Like the game is really dude, hard. It, enter the gungeon, man. Like that. yeah, hard. But the difference is, like the the reason I say there's a difference between a hard game and not what I would call a punishing game, but just a sloppily designed one is sloppy design does not make you say like. I can overcome this challenge, right? Hard makes you want to overcome the challenge. Sloppy design just makes you want to throw your controller through the sheetrock. Like it's just not, it, yeah. it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel like a challenge you're rising to. It feels like, well, I want to go to bed and I know this room is full of Legos and I'm barefoot. So I guess I'm just going to step on a bunch of Legos on my way to bed. And that's going to be my life now. Right? Like, and that, yep. that's just, that's not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel uh, super triumphant when you succeed. Like it's just, it's just a thing you do or, you know, the way you might rage quit a game. You're like, you know, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. Like it's just yep. not, it, it's, just, do it's, it's not a good feeling. And, and I felt like this extends very much into the bosses. Like fighting the bosses is either a nightmarish chore of frustration or is so unbelievably boring as to be confusing. So actually I made a clip of this from when I was playing this game on Twitch. So if you go and you look it up on Twitch, it's there. It's me fighting toxic seahorse. And when you have the correct weapon, which is not fun at all to use by the way, and you use that to defeat him, he literally gets hit. He's stun locked for a second, which gives you time to walk to the other side of the room. And then he jumps in a perfect little parabola, which gives you time to use the weapon. And then he lands on it because the weapon is like really slow moving, which gives, and it stun locks him, which gives you time to walk back to the other side of the room. And I don't know, fully half to two thirds of all the bosses in the game are beaten with a pattern like that. Use the correct yep. weapon. It stun locks them for a second. You walk to the other side of the room. They come after you. You hit them. It stun locks them. You move back to the other side of the room or you jump over them and dash over them or whatever. Like it's just. And then the other bosses are so nightmarishly just Legos in a dark room that it's just like, okay, I guess I'm just going to hope that my sub tanks are filled up because I'm just going to beat my head against him until he dies. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, like you said, Toxic Seahorse being an, exam an exemplar of the one side of the difficulty curve, Bit and Bite being an exemplar of the other side of the difficulty curve, for, at least for me, like Bit. But when I, I fought him, I just literally, I was like, I, I can't. I, it, what I realized was that me trying to like learn his pattern and get into the groove was so it was so nuanced and like so time consuming that I was like, it is just easier for me to shoot him and then get hit by him because I was doing just a little bit more damage by shooting him than he was doing to me. So I was like, I'm just going to literally tie my arm to his arm and we're just going to stab each other until one of us drops. You know, that was, that was the solution to the problem because again, it, it's, you know, just the, I'm just going to walk through this room that's filled with Legos. Although I will say there is one thing that's worse than walking through a room filled with Legos, which I've personally experienced. It's um, walking through a room filled with dice that your son has thrown out onto the floor. Because here's the thing, is a D20, D, D, D10, D6, man, all of that, that's not as bad. The D4 will make you question that there is a loving God. You know, it is literally a caltrop. Which is extra funny because, you know, that's, 
that's the least damaging in the game. <laughs> it is. It is, but it is definitely the most damaging in real life. I mean, I think the, <laughs> the only thing that would be worse would be a D2, but the D2 is a razor blade. It's like <laughs> razor up. <laughs> it's just literally only two dimensions, so it can cut yeah. through anything. Yeah, it just it, it, <laughs> it's like Wonder Woman's sword. It can slice <laughs> through atoms. Um, yeah, when, when, when they saw that in the comment, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, so, yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. I don't like it, but no, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's a comic book. Um, I do actually have a few things mechanically that I want to like praise. Um, go on. I know. Um, but I, I want to be fair. Cause like, you know, we just yeah. spent, no, no, no. I mean, spent an hour crapping all over this catastrophe and it deserves everything we've said and so much more, but <laughs> there are a handful of things I noticed that I was like, that was thoughtful. And before I say these positive things, the fact that these positive things exist don't actually make the overall experience better. They make you angrier at all the things they did wrong because you just keep asking yourself why you're not playing Mega Man X. So <laughs> um, when you get the uh, boots, the upgraded boots, you climb ladders faster, way faster. And like, it doesn't matter, but it's just like they thought of it. It's a nice little touch. Um, the uh, upgraded... Um, uh, uh, helmet, uh, not only when you enter a stage tells you if there are any upgrades you're missing in that stage. It also tells you where they are like relatively on the, the map. And when you're on the level select screen, if you go over any of the Mavericks, it will tell you here are the upgrades that are in the stage and here are the ones you've gotten, which is just, I appreciate like, uh, yeah. Dousing rods essentially being in games where it's like, you know what? If I want to go hunt down all of the stuff, that's fine. But if I get to the point where I'm like, will you just tell me where it is and then I'll just go get it? Like, I like having that option. Granted, once mm -hmm. you get the helmet upgrade, it's not up to you anymore. That just, that information is in your face. Right. But I, yeah. I like having a dousing rod personally. Um, the upgraded armor makes you take way less damage and you get like a cool little shield thing. But mm -hmm. none of this matters because there are four secret upgrades. And, uh, if you get, I know any of that. <laughs> yeah, so one of them, I, I don't remember what the, the helmet one does, but the, the armor one makes you take even less damage. The mega buster one gives you an extra weapon. Basically you can select the fully charged shot, like as a, a selected weapon. Um, and the dash boots give you a double dash in the air. So instead of just being able to air dash, you can actually air dash twice, uh, sideways or twice up, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, however, if you, um, have your infinite Nintendo power and you know to ignore all of that, and then you go get the, I, again, I have to keep saying this because it all sounds so stupid, even though we're talking about robot video games. Like if you know to ignore all that and you go through a wall that you don't know you have to pass through and you happen to have full health and all of the other upgrades collected when you got, it sounds so dumb when you pass <laughs> through that wall you can get the hyperchip and the hyperchip gives you the upgraded helmet, the upgraded armor, the upgraded mega buster and the upgraded boots. And it just makes you passively heal whenever you're standing still. So if you mm. just stand still, it will not only refill your health, but it will then fill all of your sub tanks. Nice. Yes. So this, this one upgrade is essentially so broken that 
when you pick that upgrade up, you only have it while the game is still turned on. If you reset Hmm. the console, you have to go get it again because it just breaks the entire experience right up until, and I don't have a rant about this because I just cannot be bothered. The final boss, the final boss in this game is so poorly made. It is so unfun. It's so stupid. It's so garbage dumb. I hated everything about it. That was the thing that made me rage quit the game. I got the super hyper upgrade. I got all the way to the final boss. I was all set to do it. I tried it for like 10 or 15 minutes and I was just like, you know what? I I don't care. I don't care about this. I don't care about it. Like that was my trying to go up the (laughs) slope moment where I was just like, I I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this forever. This is dead to me. There's nothing that could possibly make the remaining 60 seconds of the game worth it for this. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, did it hold up? No, (laughs) it didn't hold up, but we have found ourselves in a, uh, interesting, probably not unique, but I think at least an interesting moment in our, uh, review history, which is, this game was not terribly well received when it was new Mm -hmm. and we've played games of like varying quality, but I don't think we've played a lot that were like panned. Yeah. And so it makes that question. Did this game hold up? Interesting in a way that it's like, well, it's as bad as they said it was 25 years ago. Like, so by that standard, I guess it held up fine. It's not any worse now after the light of two decades, right? But. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Although I would say that we're saying, did it hold up? We were kind of saying like, did it hold up to, you know, your, your nostalgia goggles, right? Because if you don't need nostalgia goggles for it, then, you know, we could basically say like, if you haven't played it, you can go ahead and play it. Right. No, if, if you liked this game as a kid. Uh, you would need, in my opinion, full nostalgia goggles to enjoy it now, assuming your game's literacy has improved a single iota since you played this as a child. Um, yes. It's not good. It's not fun. The things that work to solve problems are not fun. And a lot of times there is no good solution to a problem at all. And you got to just take damage and just go through it. Yep. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone because Mega Man, 1, Mega Man X1 exists. Like. Anyone who said, oh, I want to play a Mega Man game, I would say just go play Mega Man X. Like, don't don't play yeah. Mega Man 11. Don't go play the, the intentionally kitschy Mega Man 9. Just go play Mega Man X because all of the other games are trying to be that game. <laughs> and, and, and that actually, yes, agreed, is that basically all of the other games are just trying to be that game. I mean, basically, they, they kind of said, like, here are all of the, the ingredients to make this game, and, and it just completely fell down. It was just like, you know, how they, they basically say, you know, it, like the human body, it, it's water, 35 liters, carbon, 20 grams, ammonia, 4 liters, lime, 1.5 kilograms, phosphorus, 800 grams, salt, 250 grams, saltpeter, 100 grams, sulfur, 80 grams, fluorine, 7.5 grams, iron, 5 grams, silicon, 3 grams, and 15 traces of other elements. And they put it all together to make a game, and they said, ah, nightmares, oh no! The curtain falls the music plays the credits roll then it all fades to black and you're left by yourself the fanfare is gone there's no player two there by your side to share victories won but as you slowly progress 
down the hall to your bed A few great events Leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil, fighting the darkness Just sword in hand Your memories creep in With the edge of a smile You realize again What you've lost for a while You're gonna think 